And uh, she came by the room early, and uh, we got together, and we did our thing, you know? If you know what I mean, we did our thing. <laughs> the big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, Max, so this is an episode I always wanted to get into, at least for like, throughout the entire summer, but we always have so many other things to talk about, but we got plenty of time now uh, to talk about the, the court of public opinion and how much damage it really does nowadays. Uh, from the Me Too era to other people who, who are being called out for things that they've done in the past, uh, it just seems like it never, it never ends. I mean, Matt Lauer is a guy who was one of the first big names announced throughout that mm-hmm. time, the Me Too era. Mm-hmm. And now his name is resurfaced again, a new accuser. He's gone out on the record saying that this one is definitely lying. You know, this is the same thing that we saw uh, a few years ago. Um, but my, my question to you, Max, is how many times when something like this happens do you feel like the person that's being accused for what, for, for, for what they did just has zero chance. And I'm just, I, yeah. I mentioned Matt Lauer because it's recent, but then we can even talk about someone like Antonio Brown, right? This is a guy who the New England Patriots offered him a contract, gave this guy a chance, despite everything that they heard. Even though all that news came out after the fact, the Pats knew about that, right? They, they knew what happened in Oakland. The Raiders but but on, on their watch, he had a clean slate. And then he was the one that screwed it up with the text messages. Right, but you're talking about the, the Patriots. I'm talking the about Patriots. what happened beforehand. New England knew about that going in. Yeah, but the, but New England just essentially just erased that. Exactly. They did like no. Which is interesting because it's a lot not of the teams not wouldn't, on, wouldn't do not, that. It's not on our watch. Right. Can he make us a better better football right. team? Can he play? If, yeah. he's, if, if the NFL is not yeah. suspending him or, mm-hmm. or telling him he can't play, we want to sign him. Yeah. So, so I mean, the Patriots went ahead and signed him. Uh, one heck of a performance. You know, it was a blowout against the Miami Dolphins. And with, after this new accuser who told a story about something that happened a couple of years ago, he goes forward do, 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 and decides to hit her up. Max, I was furious when I heard about this. Not because I'm a Patriots fan and I wanted to see him, you know, perform well and help the team. But just from the aspect of being able to be an athlete who went through that, who can completely flip his image and change things and compete for a championship, why do something so idiotic to cut ties with everything? Because you know the Patriots, they had a conversation with him, Max. And the conversation went a little bit something like this. You cannot do anything wrong. We don't care what it is. If you do nothing wrong... We can make this work. If anything pops up, if you do anything that puts you in a bad light, this is over. Like well, that. Here, and they here, kept their promise. Here's the thing. That's that, what happened. Here's the thing we don't know. And I'm not going to blame it on this, but there are going to be questions out there. And people are going to start talking about brain injuries and how people perform. You know, you could you talk about how some of these players, we say Junior Seau was one of the greatest individuals that you know all his teammates his family everybody said oh my god it's just unbelievably and here's a guy who went out and killed himself why yeah. because he had that brain disease CTE, yeah. yeah and everyone we, said people uh, who were close to him say that those last couple of years when it got really bad he wasn't himself no are we are we sure about what's going on with ab do we know no but what we know that there's been some totally in Irrational things he's done. You don't go back and 
Like I said, the Patriots are the perfect team for him because the Patriots were going to die on the sword. Mm-hmm. Like whatever he did in Oakland, whatever he did there, we're good. Right now, you got a clean slate. We're going to start from the day, but you can't screw up. Mm-hmm. You can't make no mistakes. I'm sure they talked about it. And what does he do? Took him about two weeks to go ahead and text this woman. As if she's not going to take a screenshot and send a straight to TMZ oh for God. a paycheck. Yes. You know how much money she must have received just for that for that screenshot? Uh, Why? Like, you're not in your right mind. Okay, so maybe it is CTE. Maybe it's drugs. Maybe it's alcohol. There, there's no way he was in the right state of mind that night when he sent those text messages. Well, you're, you're, you're staying at Tom Brady's place. Brady's been sticking his neck out for you. Well, and, and this is how you repay him and your teammates? Well, You know what I mean? I, I just said that, you know, in that case, and, and I'm going to share a story with you, a personal story, that I haven't, I've never shared before, you know, publicly. Um, it was during the 80s, and the guy that could confirm the story for me was Eric Fernston, one of my teammates. Um, there was a girl in Seattle that, uh, you know, needs to say, come in town. And, you know, it's one of those things we got together and we did we did our thing. Okay. And uh, it was um, preseason. That's when Celtics would play those crazy preseason games. We have a preseason game, believe it or not, in Seattle. You guys go out west? Go out to Seattle, have one. Mm-hmm. Seattle, then it was Vancouver. Well, we'll go to Seattle, and I knew I was coming out. And uh, she knew I was coming, and we had talked about it. So she came by. And, oh, so you had uh, met her prior to yeah, this? Trip? Yeah, I already, I already knew her. We'd been together for, you know, a couple of years. Okay. And. Um, and uh, she came out of the room early, um, and uh, we got together and we did our thing, you know. And um, if you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean we I did we, we did you. our thing. <laughs> I got you. So <laughs> I know what that looked. Like. So <laughs> what I said was, um, I said, well, why don't we now? Why don't we go to dinner? You go home, change your clothes, mm-hmm. and you know, come back. I'll change my clothes. We'll go out to dinner. Well, she's like, yeah, that's great. I'm like, okay, cool. So we are, um, I guess maybe 15 minutes later, I get a call from uh, one of my teammates, Eric Fernston. Guy played, white guy played with me. Said, Max, oh my God, you never believe what's happening. I said, what? He said, I got two tickets to see the Rolling Stones in the Kingdom. I was like, what? You got two tickets? Yeah, I got two tickets. (laughs) He said, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I want to go. It's 200,000 people in the kingdom. I want to see the Stones. I've never seen them before. I want to see. And during the 80s, they were, you know, you know, Stones were uh, been huge forever. But you know, during the 80s, it was crazy. Okay. So I called her up. I said, uh, you know, I said, babe, you know, I'm gonna have to cancel dinner. Phone gets quiet. And then next thing, I'm, you didn't oh. tell the reason though, did you? No, I did. I told oh, her. You I told said, her you yeah, I told her I was going to see the Rolling Stones. I said I got some tickets. You know, when my teammates got tickets to see Rolling Stones, she's like, uh, got quiet. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh hell no, you're not gonna come in this town right now. Screw me, and then go out and just drop me, and then go see the Rolling Stones. Oh, hell no, that ain't gonna happen. That ain't happening. Wow. So she said, I'm coming down to that hotel. So I was like, look, don't come in here and cause no trouble, okay? No, please, don't do that. So, so, Is that what you said? So, yeah, so I'm in the room, and this girl, she's about five foot two, maybe, at that time, maybe 100, 
twenty pounds soaking wet. Right. I'm six eight, two twenty, whatever. So she next thing I know I get this knock on the door. Boom, 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 boom. And I you know, I got the lock on the door. I open it, I look at it, okay. I said, like, what, what you want? So I just, <laughs> Wait, I just want to talk. How'd you get up there? Yeah, well, hotels back then weren't like they are now. You know, she knew where, she had already been in my room. Oh, okay. So she knew okay. what floor I was on. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. So about she, yeah, she had just come to my room. So I said, you know, girl, what? She's like, I, I just want to talk, I want to talk. Stupid me, I take the chain off the door. She does this damn full karate kick. Bruce Lee. <laughs> Kicks the door, door goes flying open, walks in. She says, and the story is funny though. It's funny but pathetic. Five, but five two though, but you let her get away with funny, that. Funny but pathetic. She said, walks in. She said, you know what? I'm about to kick your ass right now. I'm like what? Yeah, I'll kick your ass right now. I was like, okay, this is going. I got to get out of this room. I got to get out. I got to get. In a public you need place. A witness. You I need, need a, a witness. witness. So yeah. I go down. I said, I got to get out of here. So immediately, I grab my stuff. I'm going out the door. She's falling right behind me, cursing me up, up and down. I, I got to go to Eric's room. Saying, I'm going to Eric's room. Should, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to kick your ass. Da, da, da. And then as I'm walking, she says, if I was you, I wouldn't walk too fast. This gun might go off in your back. I say, yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. I, ain't, I just gonna just keep walking. Get to Eric's room. Knock on the door. He's in there. Open the door. She doesn't say anything. She walks in behind me. Eric, I said. And she walked into his room. Walked in his room right behind me. And I said, Eric. And in my haste to get out of my room, I didn't have my key. So I said, Eric, do me a favor. Go downstairs and get me the key to my room. And back in the 80s, you know, if you were a basketball player, we could always go go get somebody else's key. So he went down to get my key. So she ain't said nothing. He walks out the door. The door closes. She starts cussing me up and down again. You ain't this. You ain't that. I'll kick your ass and you're dirty. It was just MFs this. And then she jumps up off the bed. Grabs his Rolling Stone tickets. Rips them up. What? Flushes them down the toilet. (laughs) I'm in shock. How did she even spot I'm, them? I'm she knew exactly he, where they no, were. he just left them on the table. Yeah, but she. How did she even like? She see saw him it? when they were walking in. Wow. Rips them up, flushes them down the toilet, and she's walking out the room. I, and she said, "You know what? I'm not through with you yet." I'm like, "Oh hell!" You guys might as well go out to eat now. Now she flushed, no, the, she flushed no, the tickets down the I, toilet. Look, I got no. I wasn't going nowhere then. So now I got to explain to a white guy. Well, he's not going to see Rolling, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Thank you. Eric Person, Eric he will testify the story. He lives in San Francisco right now. He's an electrician out there. I will see him. I will well, tell the, him I told, the told black, the story. What's the black equivalent of that? Oh, I, there's none. <laughs> I don't even know a black equivalent to that. At all, like you, fire, no, I don't, I don't even up. know. You know, if someone ripped oh, up well, some, you uh, Michael, some Michael Michael Jackson, Jackson Michael Jackson tickets, and you can't go. So he comes back to the room. I said, "Yo, man, that's some bad news." He's like, "What?" I said, "This girl that was just in here ripped your tickets up and flushed them down the toilet." He's like, "Hell no, hell no." He said, "No, Max, you took my tickets." I said, "Eric." You know me. How the hell? Why, am I, why would I steal some tickets? 
you're gonna take me anyway. Yeah, if you're gonna take me. So he's like, we ought to have her arrested. We ought to have her arrested. I'm gonna have her arrested. I said, Eric, I said, just calm down. I said, well, let's just try to squash this you ain't seen and, the and, keep, and keep this under wraps. I said, no. I said, Eric, what you do, you go over to the kingdom. You scout tickets. Yeah. Whatever you pay for them, I will pay, I will pay for the tickets. <laughs> I will pay. So he was like, oh, he was just an uproar. He's like, okay, okay. Finally calmed down. And now it's about, I don't know, it's probably around about 8 o'clock, 8 something. I'm, I'm, totally exhausted because my body's on east coast time but how'd you get rid of her she, she just left yeah she left she had she after she flushed the tickets down the toilet she just walked she out she walked out the room said i'm not through with your ass yet and then left i'm not through with your black ass yet and then bounced and then bounced damn so i'm like oh okay this oh, is I'm over scared. i'm thinking no wow. i'm thinking it's you over now over after she said that yeah i'm thinking I'm, th- I'm thinking think it's over so it got to be, I gone, went back to my room, Eric went and got his tickets and everything happened there. He was able to scalp some tickets. Matter of fact, they just let him in free. So that was good for me. So now he <laughs> called me. So it was about 1030. And I say, boy, my body's on East Coast time. The adrenaline I've used up, right. battling with her. I'm just like, oh my God. I said, I, I finally, I lay down, I close my eyes for about five minutes. I get a call and it was Coach Bill Fitch. He said, Max, are you okay? I said, I'm fine. So what's wrong, coach? He said, are you sure you're okay? I said, coach, I'm fine. I said, what's wrong? He said, well, five minutes ago, um, this girl just called my room and told me you raped her. Wow. I said, coach, no, I didn't do that. She went straight to his room? No, we called him. Called him on the phone. Just, you know, coaches... We're in the same hotel. Coach Bill Fitch, Cedric Maxwell raped me. Shit. And and I say this story not to belittle anybody about their story about rape, the allegations. But there are two sides to every story. And then there's the truth. And like, like they say in the law, you know. It's, it's two it's different degrees of gray. That's all, is, you know, mm-hmm. one's darker than the other. Mm-hmm. And um, it was one of those things where if it had been, you know, nothing ever happened of it. She didn't call the police. Uh, she just wanted to get me in trouble and got me in trouble with the coach. He was pissed off at me mm-hmm. for the next, you know, week or so. And, you know, you guys going ahead screwing with these women and all this stuff. You know, he later on said it in a in a little meeting that we had. Did he said it with the whole all team? The yeah, whole yeah, he was looking at me. But, you know, yeah. it was like. You knew what he was talking about. Yeah, I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> so, um, it was, uh, again, the allegations was that, you know, that, that I, I raped her. See, if this is 2019. Thank you. She's tweeting that out. Thank you. She's going to the press. Thank you. And and how do how do you fight that? How do how do you fight that? If she if she'd said your rapist, that, that's that it. I, if she said that's the that, if she said I raped her, now it's up to me to prove I didn't. Part of my DNA, she had part of that DNA. Right. And once that once those results come out, everyone's already said, okay, Max did this. Well, you would think, but, but that's then how it is But you knew my yeah, but in, and the only people who wouldn't believe it would be the people who really loved me and knew me. Most of my teammates would be like, oh, no, no. Now, that's what happened back in that time when you had women who were um, 
gold diggers at that time. Mm-hmm. And me being 25, I fell right into that little trap. But there was a situation that I was in that somebody said that I raped them. If it was in the 2000s right now, where there was tweeting, I would be fighting. I would have been fighting right now. For your job. For my job, for my integrity, mm-hmm. all those things that go along. And it never was a case that I raped her. The case was that I was I wanted to go see the Rolling Stones <laughs> instead of taking her to dinner. <laughs> that's that's the story. I mean, it's, it's funny now, but it's it's funny now. But and I'm not laughing if again. Just, if you just stuck with the plans, none yeah, of this would have happened. No, if I go to dinner with her, none of that happens. None of that happened. But that's my story about the Rolling Stones. <laughs> That I can look her at every time I see Mick Jagger, I think about that particular Did you story. Go? You didn't go with No, him? I didn't go. I was too tired. After after trying to, you know, hearing hearing her curse me out, talk about shooting me, walking behind me, and and now I got to and flushing yeah, yeah. I would have stayed, stayed home. Yeah, you ain't going your mind is like <laughs> you ain't you don't want to hear no satisfaction. You ain't hear nothing. You don't want to hear no Mick Jagger song. All you want is the quiet of your room. And then that was disturbed at at ten thirty at night. My body's on East Coast time still, so it was one something in the morning, almost two or whatever it was on the East Coast. She might have been outside that arena waiting for you. You just never know. Right. She might have been. She knew exactly where the concert was gonna be. What the concert was gonna be? No, what the concert was gonna be, but. Again, Damn. we're telling this story not to belittle somebody else's allegations right. about rape, but I'm giving this story because of, in my case, there was no rape, right. but the allegations were there trying to hurt me. Now, does that happen sometimes in similar situations? Yes, it does. Right. You know, this reminds me of what you, well, you you and Anna Horford, you were on, a, you were a guest on her show, and uh, you, you two were talking about the Anthony Brown situation, and you brought up an interesting point about Jabari Bird. Now, when all that happened, when all the accusations against him about you know domestic violence and everything came out, that was that was the end of him. How about this? Well, Have you heard from him anymore? Have you heard from him anymore? I was about to ask you. Did, did we, we ever hear what Jabari Bird said did, about the situation? Have the Celtics ever put his name out again? Nope. Has the NBA ever said anything about it? But has he it? said anything about it? I've never. We heard have it. no idea no. what his side of the story is. No. About what happened? No, that no. You, you, and you. And he kissed his career goodbye. That's yeah, it. his career in the NBA was over, over what he did, of what he did. In his case, the allegations were there. The rope burns on the girl mm-hmm. were there. Uh, she was supposedly a girl who had money already, so she wasn't trying to fleece him down. Right. She went to, um, I want to say she went to Northeastern, not on a scholarship, because her family was able to afford to, to put her in school mm-hmm. there. So it wasn't anything where she was trying to fleece him. It was just something that happened, a bad situation, which you know went worse and worse. Right, and this is weeks after he signed his first weeks guaranteed after, yeah, NBA some, deal. Some t- Ten million dollar deal right. that he had, and he had, he had and made the team. As you said, what you do with that deal? Kiss a goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Fly away, little birdie. Fly away. <laughs> you and, can say the same thing about his career. Yeah, and Bye. it's his career. And um, I always say that, guys, you have to be established in, in this league for those things to, you know, for you to even fight it, begin right. to fight it. If you are a fringe player, if you're on the bubble, 
and something bad happens, <laughs> they can't get you out of the door fast enough. You're done. Yeah, You're done but, but I'm just saying in my case, what would have happened if, if in fact, it, if that same thing happened now? You go to TMZ with that story. Now it's up to me to fight it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's going to be funny as hell because it's going to be funny and sad and bittersweet at all in, in one vein. Because when I tell you the story, you just you were just laughing. The, the root of the problem. Yeah, the root funny. of the problem it's was. The Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> I picked the Rolling Stones over taking her out to dinner. But I had already slept with her. What about what happened to Kobe Bryant? I, 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 let, me, let me phrase it this way. What about if the woman that accused him didn't have, I don't know, like seven different semen samples in her underwear. People could have, people to this day would still look at Kobe Bryant differently. They would say, I don't know, that whole situation. I, don't, I still think that even in that, people never, a lot of people never forgave Kobe for that. Well, there you go. You think about, you know, the ad, Kobe was one of those faces you used to see, see on, you know, Sprite, Sprite and all these Nike, commercials, all this yeah. stuff. You never saw him again. Maybe my saw him on the Nike commercial. But you never saw Kobe again on any other commercial no. after supposed allegations of rape. And he said, I didn't rape her. And, you know, gosh, it's just how how do you go? For me, I wouldn't marry. Right. But how yeah. do you go back and tell your wife? Your family. That, wife you, that you screwed this woman. Yeah. How are you going home and telling her that? Right. Woo. But then you have to go in the public and and just and went apologize and went there family went there with his wife had and she went to some jewelry store and came out with a diamond that looked like it was the sun. I mean, it was so like so big, like you know, whatever you want, baby. Just because I'm in the doghouse forever. But that was that was that was She's still with them too. Yeah, but that was major. That that was major. That you would think about. That with Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. what what he did at that time. I mean, he said he said that he had sex with her. He just said he did not rape her. Mm-hmm. And and who's and even if even if she had the semen of five or six men today in the court of public opinion, even if that was the case, no means no. Mm-hmm. Did she say no? We don't know. Nobody knows. Only thing you know is he was found. Not, he was found not guilty. And that he's, he was a little rough. Yeah, he was. He, he, he was liked found, to perform that act a little. Yeah, little he was. He yeah. was, but he was found not guilty. Right. That to me, that's just like those are scary things for for athletes out here in the world. I mean, and obviously, yeah, I, you know, a lot of people are saying right now, well, you can't put yourself in in that position. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know what? I. I, I People make me sick with that mm-hmm. because until they walk in your exactly. shoes, yeah. until they're there, what do you know about? It? They don't. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell do you know? <laughs> right. Well, what do you know? Do you do you know about that? Right. You know, do you know that somebody chased you down, or or you know that that you were a target at that time? Right. Did they did he just find this girl just walking down the street, did, or did she know he was Kobe Bryant and said, you know what, I want to put another notch on my belt. Mm-hmm. And I'm not again. Let's make sure we say that we are not. You're good, Max. Don't worry, man. No, 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 no. We got we got to put that out there. We are not dismissing the allegations that are out there. Not everyone. I'm just telling you my story about being innocent. And if it was today, I'd been like I'd been found guilty Mm -hmm. before I had to prove my innocence, and eventually. 
everybody, probably, a lot of people still thought that I was guilty right. of, you know, raping this girl. But when I tell you the story, you're going, oh, this, she was just scorned. <laughs> this, this woman was just, she was just scorned. <laughs> she was, she was, salty. I was like, what? <laughs> she was salty. You picked, you picked the wrong stones over her. Wait right? a minute, you, you came in and did what? <laughs> you screwed me and you're supposed to take me out to dinner. And you didn't. Now you gonna spend a night. And, and now you gonna call me about some damn Mick Jagger? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> and then the, the the thing, the crazy part about it. At that time, I was twenty five. The girl shows up the next day. In where were we? Vancouver. Is in the lobby of our you. hotel. Wow. Vancouver from Seattle is about an hour and a half. She drove up to Vancouver to be in the lobby of our hotel once I got there. You take her out to dinner? No, I did something <laughs> else. I was, I was 25, Joe. <laughs> it's 25. Well, what, is, what happens with a 25-year-old man? Do you learn a lesson that quick? Yeah, talk to the hand, okay? Talk to the hand. You know, somebody said, talk to the wrist because the hand is mad, all right? <laughs> like, you know, stupid stupid is as stupid does. You know, that's when you say dumb and dumber. Yeah, right. As a young man. So you look back on these things. I, so what'd know. you say? Keep it moving? You ignored it? Come on. I was 25, though. You brought her up? 25. Damn, Max. That's... What'd I just say? Dumb and dumber? I know, but that's... What'd I just say? that you're joking you brought I her was up. dumb and dumber wow. oh I'm so sorry oh my god I didn't mean it I'm so sorry I was 25 <laughs> that's all you needed to hear that's all you got 25 and your hormones are still doing what as you enter in your prime man well, you, you enter in your prime yeah man. 25 you're, you're a young beast right now a young stupid beast but you're a young young beast that's all I can tell you that's how that story went. Well, please tell me the last time you saw her. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. I think it was, that was the last time I saw her. Uh, and she ended up. It was. I want to say it was three years ago. She tried to contact me on Facebook. Get out of here. Three, Recently, three, three years, years ago, ago tried wow. to contact me on Facebook. Tried. She didn't succeed. Oh no! Nah. <laughs> I think the age age is gone and wisdom is kicked in now. It is now is 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 now the big head over the little head. Okay, <laughs> so you, you understand what you, you use it more often. Yeah, yeah. understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, three years ago, this woman tried to contact me, and if and if you don't believe this story, that's why. Now, first of all, I'm not lying. But if you don't believe this story, you can verify with uh, my guy. Eric Fernston, who lives in San Francisco right now, will verify this story. And I'm going to put him out there on, on, on blast. I'll end up seeing him. Uh, he lives in San Francisco as an electrician. He will. Uh, he can verify that story. Okay. He'll, he can tell you that. I would love to hear his story. I there. didn't get no Rolling Stones tickets. So let's see. <laughs> Have you seen him since? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, you did? I, I see him every year. Oh, we, go, we go out to Golden State, and he will uh, end up... Oh, no, I'm talking about the Rolling Stones. No, I've never seen, seen the Rolling Stones. <laughs> never seen the Rolling Stones. Never. never. I, as I said, whenever I see Mick Jagger, it doesn't come to... Con that moment in time comes to my mind. Oh, man. 
I'm telling you, it's just too dangerous nowadays, man. The, I feel like there's like this blacklist of, of people, and once you're on that list, you can't come off. No, of it. no, that, you but can't. that, but it's such, time sometimes helps. But it's but in, it's, in certain situations. But for the most part, but you, it's you're, different now. You're it's, scarred. You're scored. It's, it's different now. Can you imagine that Wart Chamberlain was bragging that he has slept with twenty five thousand mm. women? Do you don't think that one of them women come up right now and say? He raped me. He forced me. He forced me. It's just, it's another era, another time. Bill Cosby, who's in jail right now, another era and another time. Mm -hmm. Where there's the Me Too movement, things that he did were, obviously they were wrong, and he's had to pay the price. But I'm just telling you from my side of a story, which is completely different, something that I did not do, but I got accused of doing Mm -hmm. because of somebody's pride and my stupidity. We can close with that.